Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows. Welcome to the Gray and Green Show. Two girls who will say what you're all thinking anyway. The Gray and Green Show is brought to you by Urban Obsession, downtown Grand Rapids on Fountain Street. If you haven't been to Urban Obsession before, they are a full-service salon offering hair, nails, and Nova Lash eyelash extensions. It's where Jackie and I both get our hair did, so make sure you go there. Urban Obsession, downtown Grand Rapids on Fountain Street, and tell them that we sent you there. (laughs) It's the 46th episode of the Gray and Green Show. Second time's a charm. <laughs> Our microphones weren't on. I'm like over here like, what the hell is going on? I did that to Kelsey once. I was recording and she didn't know it. Yeah. She was saying some ridiculous stuff. And then I was like, well, thanks for that intro. And she's like, wait, we're recording? <laughs> right. The Gray and Green Show, obviously on Facebook. We're not on Insta, but you can hit us up on Twitter. Gray and Green Show. Gray and Green Podcast at gmail.com. Um, I've been out for eight weeks. I'm like really glad to be this back to so work. This is so weird. I'm, I'm so, so glad you're back. I'm happy to be back to work. I mean, at first, like yesterday, I left Quinn at home and I started driving down the road yeah. and I started crying. And then I got on the air and I had a little bit of an emotional breakdown in the air. But today, I feel good. Like, I've gotten everything done. I've got things back to normal. I know that, like, our babysitter is okay. Like, and Aaron, this morning, I got up for work and he was up feeding her. She slept for, like, almost seven hours straight last night. Holy Hannah. So he was up feeding her this morning before I left. And I just thought... Everything is fine. I'm. I'm. Fine. Everything is. Roses. I don't need to freak out about this. It's fine. She's gonna be fine. Plus, my ass is home from work at like ten thirty and eleven. Right. Every day. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. So it, it is what it is. But um, I am glad to be back to work. I missed you a lot. I missed you so much. I know. And I'm thanks to Kelsey for doing the podcast while I was gone. It was fun. Was it? Yeah, it was a good time. It was different, different dynamics, but it was still really fun, and yeah. she did a great job. Well, she's Kelsey's awesome. hilarious. Yeah, Kelsey's awesome. She's, like, secret funny. She's one of those people that, like, says funny stuff and doesn't even know she's funny. She's closet funny. Yeah, <laughs> she is. <laughs> she really is closet funny. But um, what's new with you? Uh, oh, my God. I feel like there's so much. No. Yeah, there's tell really me everything. We have nothing the time. Nothing really is new at all. No? Um, while you were gone, I worked every day. Uh, yeah. I with the baby, and that was pretty much about it. Yeah, like I didn't do anything new. Nothing cool happened. Oh my gosh, I felt bad because you were always like, "Rach, can I come over in the morning?" I'm like, "Yeah, absolutely." Then I wake <laughs> up in the morning. I'm like, "God, Quinn did not sleep last night. <laughs> I don't even want to get out of bed right now." <laughs> like, no joke. And I was like, "Sorry, Jack. No." What's it like coming off maternity leave though? Is it weird? It is a little bit weird. Well, you came off maternity leave. It goes so fast. It goes so fast. So I thought, like, maybe, maybe I'll get a show in. No. No, there were days where I was literally like not getting out of my pajamas no. until three in the afternoon yeah. or having lunch. Like it was unbelievable. And the breastfeeding was really tough at first. She was really good at it, but like it takes so much out of you. Oh because yeah, you're exhausted, I bet. Just cluster feeding and eating every hour and like did I tell you what happened with my breast pump and the nipple shields? No. I did this is so funny. So I <laughs> I got a breast pump. Thanks, Obama, because my insurance covered it. And then <laughs> um I was really upset because I was trying to pump and make bottles because I just needed a break. This kid was constantly on the nips. And I was trying to pump and make bottles, but it wasn't working. So I, um, 
I started freaking out because it, the milk wasn't coming out. And there's these nipple shields that come with it. I am a n- not small-chested woman. I have I very large knockers. And I kept telling Aaron, I think the medium will work. The medium will work. And it's like right. the nipple shields that suck the milk out. Right. And he's like, I don't know, babe. I think you need bigger ones. Like, no. Are you calling my nipples large? Right. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, I know, like salami nipple. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So I got a large. And it didn't work. And I started crying. Like, I can't pop. I can't pop. I need a break. Like, I just wanted to have a beer. Like, I was all upset. I need a nap. I know. <laughs> and so he goes, listen, you know, I, I don't want to upset you, but. You need bigger nipple shields. They aren't fitting. And you got large? No. Yeah. So he goes, I'm going to go to Bye Bye Baby today, and I'm going to get you the extra large nipple shields, and we're going to see if it works. And And I was like, like I'm not extra large. (laughs) (laughs) Well, damn it, if those suckers didn't work, and I was pumping by that evening. Aaron came home. He goes, try these. I'm like, okay. So I do it again, and I'm like making bottles, having beers. Like, look at me, drinking beers. I know, and it worked perfectly. Turns out I am an extra large nipple shield. But you know what you're not is you're not extra large because Rachel has lost so much freaking weight. I'm not kidding. I saw you in the studio, and I was like, you look so small. I think I was just really big. Well, when you're so pregnant, pregnant and it, yeah. you get used to someone looking a certain way, and yeah. then it's like, I mean, my God, you, you had to have lost all the weight, right? Um, Yeah, I'm like five pounds away yeah, from where I was. Yeah, you're so close. But it's the breastfeeding. Like, I'm not working out. Like, I've been doing sit-ups and stuff. Here's the thing that's wild. Like, if you've had a kid before... um. When you lose the weight, your skin like hangs like an obese person. Like I have one of those waist things on right now to hold my stomach because eventually it'll go back. But it's very weird. Like Like a waist trainer? Not like. Not like a Kim Kardashian corset or anything. But it's like I want to try that. It's almost like. I just wear the underwear that's like a little bit tighter on oh, the top. Oh, that's fitted up top, yes. like control top. Yes, basically, because it holds it in. But right. like eventually, it's supposed to come back. But I'm can tell you, it's very weird. Like afterwards, because it's like, why does my body look like this now? How like, long does it take? It can take like six to nine months oh. before it is what it is. I mean, right. the only person that sees me it. naked is my husband, and I gave him a baby, so he'll get over it. Yeah, he but, can get used to it. Yeah, but like you have these stretch marks still there, and like your skin's kind of hangy. Like it's very weird. I I can't explain it. But like I have to wear. I'm still wearing my maternity pants, even though I'm back down to my weight. Right. Because otherwise, the top band with a button like cuts into it. Ugh. It's gross. I don't does like it. Hurt? it. It's just uncomfortable. It doesn't really hurt. Yeah, but like I said, the weight's almost gone. It's like the skin is weird. And while you're like a busty girl, your chest has gone down. You think so? Yeah. I just pumped. I feel like your boobs looked huge. They were scary. Yeah, (laughs) they were scary. Like... I was naked looking at him once and I was like, what in the hell? What is going on with my body? They were terrible. Like, I felt like I said that all the time when I was pregnant. Like, what's happening? (laughs) I I know. But now I've got Quinn and she kicks so much ass. She's so fun. Dude, when you first drank a beer, how many did it take for you to be like, I'm kind of drunk? Well, I had a Vandermill hard cider, which is my favorite thing in the world. That would make me drunk. Yes. If I hadn't drank in nine months. Well, they're like 7%. And they're like 16 ounces. So I had one of those and I was pretty tipsy. Like feeling something. I did get those strips, though, that you test your breast milk with to see if there's booze in it. They do. But here's what's kind of annoying about it. So like they say if you're doing pump and dump, you can drink and you just have to wait it out. So you don't have to necessarily throw the milk away if you wait long enough to pump, because if you don't feel drunk, it's not in your milk. That's what the doctor says. Well, 
if I test my milk and I'm not even remotely drunk anymore, it's still going to come up positive, even if there is just a tiny, tiny, tiny amount. So mm. I don't like those because Aaron will be like, you need to test. I'm like, I'm fine. Like, I'm not even drunk right now. Yes. And it's annoying. I wish I didn't have them. Yeah. I use them, though. I do use them. How many do you have left? Like, I think I've bought like half a box. Oh. Yeah. My girlfriend, Allie, got them for me, and I know she listens to this podcast. So, Allie, yes, I am using them. But I'm using them. If you have them, put them away so your husband can't find them. Because then he's going to get obsessed. Aaron's the one that makes me test my milk all the time. Because you can have, like, two drinks in the span of, like, four to six hours if the baby doesn't need to eat. So I'll, like, pump bottles beforehand. So especially at nighttime, if she's going to sleep six hours, you have some time. Yes. And that's another thing, too, like, getting used to coming back to work. Like, she'll sleep six hours. She'll go from, like, ten to four, ten to five, which is nice. But I'll get up in the morning and I'll put on my breastfeeding bra, which has holes for, like, the things, nipple shields to go in. And I get to do it hands-free. So I'll dry my hair, put my makeup on everything while I'm pumping in the morning. But it's been six hours. So then I have to pump at work, which is the worst thing ever. Do you have to do it with gravy in the room? God, no. (laughs) I go into Tony Gates from 97 LAV's office. I go, Tone, can I pump in your office? He's like, I don't care. <laughs> go on in. Somebody, I mean, I got to pump somewhere. And How long does it take you to pump? Like 30 minutes? Well, minutes? like I don't do, like if I was sitting at home on the couch, I would do it for like 30 minutes. Right. Because I would get as the much milk out. Now. But like today, what's weird is your right one gives more milk than your left. It's very weird. I've got a weak mm-hmm. lefty. You got like, a dominant boob. Yes, I do. I have a dominant boob. It's like your dominant hand. Yes. So my right boob will give me like three or four ounces each pump. My left one only gave me like one or two, Oh, which is annoying. Yeah. I know. But that's, I mean, part of it. You were the one who told me like it's not legal for them to like make me do that in the bathroom. Yeah, they can't. Legally, they have, they to, have give to give you a, you a place. place to go. So if you are a breastfeeding mother, remember that. If they're making you breastfeed in the bathroom, it ain't right. Nope. You get a room. Yeah, you could probably sue. <laughs> you get your own room. It is gross. I was shopping with my brother-in-law. Quinn was like a week old. It was my first time out of the house. My brother-in-law lives in New York City and works for Gap, and he was visiting. Aaron was at work. We decided to go shopping for Quinn. And I had to feed her, and I didn't have my bottles pumped yet. Right. I had to go in the bathroom, in the oh. family restroom, and sit on the toilet to feed her. So uncomfortable. I was so upset about it. And, like, it was so hot in there. She was screaming. I'm sweating. Like, this is terrible. Just And you just weren't comfortable doing it in public no, at I mean, the time? No, I wasn't. And I didn't have a scarf. And, like, I wasn't expecting oh. her to need to eat because she was and going it's summer, so you didn't have a scarf or anything to drape over you. Right. It was so uncomfortable. So here I am sitting on a friggin' toilet. Yeah, I would have been mad. Ugh. But that's the thing. Like, I realize now, like, with a kid... They don't have changing tables in right. every bathroom. Oh, no. I thought it's for sure. It's supposed to be the law. They, there's a bar that I love in Saugatuck, which is over by on Lake Michigan that Aaron and I go to a lot. And in the restroom, in the women's restroom, they did not have a changing table. That is infuriating. I made the waitress help me, and she's the nicest girl. I know her. She's always really nice when I go there. She helped me bring a chair in from a table, and I laid Quinn down on it and changed her. Yeah. Because they didn't have a changing table. Well, what other table? I was so pissed. Uh, I one time was at a restaurant that didn't have one. Yeah. And I made, I made such a fit. This is not long ago. This is like really? three, four months ago. And I was in the booth and I said, all right, well, I'm going to change this poopy diaper right here by all the food. Is that what you said? Yeah. And I did You it. were in a restaurant and they didn't have one? Nope. 
And I did it. I changed her diaper, Good. poop, and everything. And I go, just so you know, there's poop in here. <laughs> the waitress was like, oh, that's kind of gross. I'm like, yeah, it's really gross. I wish you had right. a changing table and I'd do it in the bathroom. So we're right. not going to lay her on the bathroom floor. I would have written a letter to the manager, I think. I probably should have. I, I was so I think mad. I'm going to start doing that. I know it's terrible, but it's kind and of it's like. It's even worse for men because a lot is. of times they don't have it in the men's room. And if I'm not with Jim. Do you know that's like Ashton Kutcher's jam? Like he's yes. trying to get changing tables in every men's restroom because he has a daughter that he can't change in public. And that's bull crap. It is. Absolutely, it is. And it's, it's annoying. So like it's annoying when I get a call from Jim, dude. I'm at a restaurant and they don't have a changing table. What do I do? Greenland's freaking out, and I'm like, I don't know. Right. What do I do? And Jim's like, Aaron. Aaron will take Quinn everywhere. Oh yeah. He loves to have a day with Quinn where they yeah, go run so around does town. Jim. Yeah, he loves. He calls it Dad Day. Yep. Like he loves it. Dad time. Let's but go. If he has to change her, yeah. What is he supposed to do? Are we supposed to go to the car to change our kids? Right. Like I, I guess that's an option. But, God, there's nothing worse than when you go and to a public And it's just another place. example of you pushing that I have to do everything because I'm the woman. Totally. Like, it's oh, totally I have to do it. totally a society I, standard. More than once, we went to a restaurant with friends, and we're all sitting there, and I was on maternity leave, so I'd done everything all day. Yeah. And then I'd be like, Jim, she, needs, she went to the bathroom. Can you please change her? He'd get to the bathroom, walk back out. There's no changing table. You have to go do it. Right. You don't drop my I fine. know. <laughs> exactly. It's Bull. My like, 80th diaper today. I'm on my way. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. They poop and pee so much when they're this little. Not stop. It never stops. The poop. The other day, I got poop on my hand. Oh, my God. I get poop on my hand all the time. No, I don't like it. I do everything I can not to get poop on me. I don't want poop touching my skin. And it got on my hand. And oh my I God. lost my damn mind. It's your kid, though. I, oh, poop. Ah. <laughs> Jim was like, what are you screaming about? And Greenlee's laughing. I go, her poop is on my hand. You know what, though? I say that, but her poop, she's not eating solid food yet. So her poops are like, kind of not that they're watery. But like, I guess if it's like that thick. Hers is poop. Like it looks like my poop. Nasty, hard baby poop. poop. Like that is, yeah, because babies don't poop turds. It's like a mushy mess. Yeah. Hers comes out like a poop now. Does it come out like a turd? Yes. Really? Yeah, it looks like human poop. I always wondered, I know this is disgusting, but I always wondered when babies went from like the mushy goo to turd. I wish I would have written down when it started being turds, but I don't remember, but it is. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, two days ago, she first time she's ever done this, she pooped in the bathtub and I <laughs> lost my damn mind. I got her out and I go, we're going to leave that there for Jim. You know, so we I started today's Jim, episode. I asked you what has gone on and you left this part out. Yeah. Oh, good call. So I told Jim, oh, hey, I was in a hurry to get her out of the bathtub because she was crying. So you need to go upstairs and um, unplug it and stuff. You are terrible. And there was a turd in it. <laughs> and he, he goes, babe, there's a turd in here. And I go, what? And he's like. There's poop in this bathtub. And I said, oh, my God, I didn't even see any Greenly. <laughs> you are terrible. I wonder when she did that. Oh, my God. I don't know what's with kids and poop. A girlfriend of mine, oh. her, uh, I think her daughter's like one and a half, not two yet. She hates to wear pants, so she's always bottomless. She oh, crapped on their floor the other day and then had a meltdown because she did it. Like, she knew it wasn't right, so she got upset, and now she's, like, holding her poop all day. And I can't poop, it was naughty. Night. Oh. It's like it's her own issues now, and they're having trouble getting her to sleep because of it. My cousin has two daughters. One of them, I can't remember, I think she pooped in a pot. Like, pulled a pot out from under Like a pot and pan? <laughs> yes. And then another time, she was obsessed with this. Another time, she pulled out a cup, like a teacup. And, and pooped in it. Peed in it. 
Okay, that's weird. And then had her sister drink it. Okay, that is <laughs> effed up. Oh, my God. My sister... You just made me think of a story. What? My sister's bachelorette party. Oh, God. Circa Where could this be going? 12 or 11. I think yeah. it was 12. She, oh, 2011. I just graduated college. 2011. We got a limo and we're going around Kalamazoo and I brought two of my friends to the bachelorette party. Okay. And we're in the limo and I was annihilated and everyone was inside riding a mechanical bull and I said, dare me to pee in this wine glass? And my friend goes, dare you. So, so wait, the bathroom was like taken up? Or? I'm in the limo. Oh, you're in the Everyone limo. else is inside riding a bull. Oh. So I said, I'm going to pee in this wine glass. I see. So you were so in the parking I pulled lot. my, I was, yeah. So I pulled my dress up and I peed in the wine glass. <gasps> then someone started knocking on our window, like drunk people, like, I got a limo. Who's in the limo? So I rolled it down and said, if you want, if you drink this wine, I'll let you in the limo. Jackie? And it was a cup of my pee. <laughs> and guys, you are kidding. They looked really like. I don't know. And I go, drink this champagne. It's really good. It's so good. Jackie. My that is vile. And I did it for like a good six minutes because I was laughing so hard. They'd say no. And I go, all right. Who wants to drink this? Oh, it's my like God. the best champagne you've ever had. Okay. I tell a story about my toddler cousins. <laughs> You tell a story about being a grown-ass drunken like woman 25. making a stranger drink your urine. He didn't do it, though. I wouldn't have let him do it. Jackie, that is savage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have let him drink it. It was more yeah. the idea of, what did they say yes? What if <laughs> my pee is in this cup and you want it? Oh, my God. And it looked yellow. Yeah, I'm like it's here. like bright yellow. It that is so like, bright because you were dehydrated as hell. Champagne at all? You were so dehydrated from the booze. Well, it was neon. He thought he was getting like, Mountain Dew. He's that was like, spiked. I'm not drinking that. And I was like, why? And he goes, it doesn't look like champagne. I go, you made the right choice. Oh my, my gosh! Friend. Honestly, like I can only think. I would have gone outside in the parking lot. Well. It wasn't because I had to go that bad. I just, just thought dare. it was fun. I thought it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, then I didn't think about it until way later. I then took a like a spare towel and just wiped out the glass and put it back. No one, Somebody used it. Well, no, no one on the trip did because I told everyone the minute they got in the limo. Right, I but peed if the back limo up. didn't. I hope they clean their glasses. No, my like, God. You are so sad. They have to, right? Clean the glasses in the limo. I mean, I don't know. They have to. I'm not a limo driver. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> like you care. You made a stranger drink your pee. You do not this care. This was 2011. It doesn't even count. Still hilarious, dude. <laughs> it's so funny. That's oh the craziest thing I've ever heard in yeah, my life. Yeah, I, I forgot all about now that. Now I'm sitting here like thinking of all the times I've like gone poop or pee somewhere that I shouldn't have. <laughs> when I was little, my mom said that when they first were potty training me, yeah. I was constipated for three days. And it was just a weird coincidence that that's when they were trying to potty train me. Well, I finally could go. And I went on the big girl potty. And it hurt really bad because I'd been so constipated. So the poop hurt. So I was <laughs> you convinced. You a stool softener. <laughs> so I was convinced the toilet hurt my butt. So my Aww. mom said for like a month I would not sit on the toilet because I thought that's what was going to hurt was the toilet, not the poop. So she would find me hiding in the closet pooping in my dad's boots. You have had issues with poop and pee your whole my, life. My whole life. Yeah. Is a, my whole life is a vicious circle of poop and pee. You in your father's shoes? Yes. What is wrong? I was with like you? two years old. Your I friend know. peed in a teacup and pooped in a pot. That's and that's not my not friend. Nothing. That was my little cousin. Oh, oh yeah. even better, a relative. I know. <laughs> I once pooped in a. <laughs> yeah. I once pooped in a cul de sac, like right in the. What? <laughs> 
Like, uh, I have to let you know. So this episode, we were supposed to talk about maternity leave. We but still can. We're, we're already 20 there. minutes in at this point. You might as well keep going. That'll be next week. So I, one time we were, I had four-wheeler when I was a kid. When I was in high school. Wait, like a baby four? Oh, like a real full four-wheeler. Like a real four-wheeler. And we could take it along. We lived on a lake and you could take it. There were trails back in the dirt roads and all this stuff. So there was a neighborhood that was being built and it had like newer homes on it. Nobody lived in except for maybe like two of them. Okay. And I went back there with my girlfriend. She was driving the four-wheeler and all of a sudden, you know when like it just creeps up on you and you're like, oh my God, I got to go now. I got to go. And it's probably not going to be solid. Right. If it's like that, you're in trouble. So I told my best friend, Sarah, I'm like, pull it over, pull it over. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm going to pull my pants. <laughs> I was like a senior in high school. God, I pooped my pants a lot when I was that age. So That I, was the same year you were at the concert. Yeah, it was the same year I was at the Doobie Brothers concert. <laughs> the Doobie that Brothers. ended up in my pants. This did not. <laughs> she has a doobie in the cul-de-sac now. <laughs> so I'm on the four-wheeler. I get off. And she's like, what do you mean? What do you mean? I literally <laughs> dropped trow in this cul-de-sac. It is like legit like a paved cul-de-sac. And I crapped right in the middle of the road. <laughs> Wait. The Doobie Brothers was your most embarrassing story. And at one point in time, you pooped in the middle As of a, a paved cul-de-sac. That people live in. People live there. They probably thought it was an animal. <laughs> you pooped on someone's street. I did. I pooped on someone's Have street. Have you ever peed in a parking garage? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then it starts, it starts going down? Yes. I did that at Ford Field in Detroit once. That was another concert. I did that at the parking garage when we parked in. I went to a concert. Wait, that had to here? be so bad. Yeah. There's nothing. What is wrong with us? There is nothing worse than having to wait to pee. I am the queen of going in the men's. Oh, yeah. It, if I'm at a gas station and the women's is full. Me too. Absolutely. But they're, oh my God. They're like times a thousand times dirtier. Like crazy. Are you okay? You got a little. I have like the cold from hell. Do you have a cold? I don't know if oh, it's I allergies had, or like, cold. Lung butter going on. Maybe it's lung butter. Lung butter. <laughs> you got a little snot rocket in there? Yeah, I do. Yeah. But so, I. So you'll, you'll go in men's restrooms then. Oh, oh yeah. Aaron oh, gets wait. pissed. Why? He just thinks it's embarrassing when his wife walks in. to Don't go to tell me where I can't go. Well, I told him, like, you don't have to act like you know me. Like, we don't have to know each other. Like, <laughs> I just got to go. We don't dude. have to know each other. Right. I'm going in. I think the first time I did it, I was um, with him. We just started dating and we went to see Kid Rock at DTE, the Pine Knob, when we were growing up. Oh, yeah. And um, I had to go. We were annihilated. Like, and you're like, I'm going to pee my man. So wasted. I can't even. And I, I had to go so bad. And he's like, okay, well, I'm going to go into the men's. And the women's line was like around. I was, no, <laughs> absolutely not. Probably because friggin' Uncle Cracker was opening. And he's the biggest piece of garbage to come out of the state. Oh, yeah. I hate Uncle Cracker. So I don't know <laughs> enough about him to hate him, but I don't oh, like his music. I just hate his music. Yeah, I don't That's like his music. Okay, okay, so I, I hate him too. I'm sure he has a great personality. I thought you were going to tell me something like, <laughs> yeah, he beats children. Uncle Cracker <laughs> is the biggest dick. No, yeah, I, he's, he's, oh, God, he's the I've worst thing never to met him. <laughs> I, I was like, no. oh, is he some like raging Republican? And I don't know. <laughs> I've never met Uncle Cracker. I just hate his music. His biggest song was a cover, and that like is yeah, like it for him. Anyway, Uncle Cracker was there, so the women's line was around the block because nobody gives a crap about Uncle Cracker singing. And the guy's line was like, Aaron was like, do 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 do, gonna walk in. So I followed him. He did not like that. But you had just started dating. 
Yeah. I what was, did he say to you? Once again, I was super drunk. I didn't care. We had been friends for so long. He expected crap like that out of me. Right. He knew he, you. He knew me very well. Like he knew how I operated. So I walked in and I got out and I just came out of the stall, like the men's stall. Right. And all these guys are like, what are you doing in here? Mama? I was like, I had to go. Like the line was so long. Cause I was wasted. <laughs> <laughs> I get out and Aaron sees me. He didn't know I came in. And he sees me come out of the men's restrooms. No. He was outside waiting for me in the women's line. And he goes, you went in there? And I was like, well, yeah, dude. I was going to wait that. I was going to go pee. Like, what do you want me to do? He was not happy. I think we got into a fight. Your first fight? It actually probably, well, no, because we were friends for so long. Like, we would bicker. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. We had a weird relationship when we first started dating. That's like, so weird. He didn't want to be with me, but like I was like, fine, then I'm going to hang out with other dudes. And then he got jealous, and that's how we ended up. Why did he want to be with you? I don't know. I think he was scared. Because he thought you were crazy. He was too crazy for him? No, because Aaron was crazy. Aaron was wild. Aaron Aaron Waterbury? Yes, Aaron Waterbury, the biggest nerd in town. He was wild. He wears khakis to a Mike Posner concert. Yes! (laughs) Tell me again. That is my that he wears khakis to a Mike Poster concert. Tell me again. Oh, oh he's crazy. Oh, my God. Seriously. What did he do that was so crazy? He was just, we partied our faces off. Like, I mean, this is really twisted. He's probably going to get mad at me for even saying this. But like, Does he listen? No. No, we're good. But his coworkers might. I don't know. Hey, fun fact. Aaron Waterbury is like the most fun in the world when he parties. Like, right. the most fun in the world. He used to do crazy stuff. Like what? He had a naked face for a while. And he would just get nude? Yeah. And walk around? <laughs> Yeah. Why? I don't know. It was a party trick. <laughs> I got a great party trick. Clearly it won me over. <laughs> I'm just going to take all my clothes off. <laughs> Ta-da! Here, seriously, though, like back in the day when I, I went... To- <laughs> I don't think that when Aaron gets naked, people are thinking about how tall he is. <laughs> I would. His wiener's next to my face. <laughs> He's so tall. He's really tall. (laughs) I physically can't breathe. But like when we were growing up, like we just partied a lot in college. Like Aaron was my buyer. I got to school at 18. He turned 21 my first week of college. So your buyer. He did. He bought me booze. I fell in love with my buyer. (laughs) But he we would drink our faces off. Like I would Well, I mean Jim and I went through that too, but Jim was never the one I'd call crazy. Like he wasn't the guy at the party doing crazy stuff. I mean Aaron was. Like, what was he doing? I mean, like, Aaron naked. was always the guy that, like, we were talking into doing stupid stuff. Aaron was. Yeah. Aaron Waterman. Well, we, I mean, he just got really, really drunk. And then we, I don't know. Jim we, used to not drink until he was 21 years old. I think he drank, like, twice ever before he was 21. Yeah? And it was just him and his friends. Man, what a law-abiding citizen. would drink, at 20 years old, like, two liters of Mountain Dew and play Risk. For hours. What? <laughs> yes. So when they show up to a party, they knew everyone knows we're not going to drink. So he cleaned out an entire, like he found an old fifth. Yeah. It was empty. He cleaned it all out and then filled it with water and all night would go to parties and like slam out of it and be like, Jimmy Blake and Jim's drinking. Stop oh my God. it. Yeah. No, just because he's Are weird. Are you kidding? No, he's weird. Okay. But like if I didn't want to drink, 
That's a genius idea. Yeah, people thought he was hilarious. They're like, oh my God, that Jimmy guy's going to be hammered. I was doing tequila shots last weekend, and my good friend, Megan, didn't want to do more. So she's like, I got the next round. She goes up, orders tequila shots for me and my other girlfriend, Stephanie. She was taking shots of water. <gasps> she wasn't even doing it. You're like, we won't do them if you don't want to do them. I know she wanted us to keep doing it because we wanted to keep doing it, but she didn't. Just ridiculous. That's smart on Jimmy's part. Yeah, but I think it was more that he wanted everyone around him to think he was annihilated when really oh. he was dead sober. Because he's weird. <laughs> his sense of humor is weird. One time, he catfished his best friend. He spent months taking his best... <laughs> so remember when MySpace was big and you had your top eight and everything? Yeah. Jim spent months, months, replicating their other best friend's sister's MySpace. Like, he made her top eight. But he had to make each of them a profile to be a top eight. Then he had to make each of them a profile in case it went back that deep. So he made like 52 profiles. And in all these profiles, just what? to recreate his friend's sister's MySpace, just so he could message his other friend on it to pretend he was in love with him. Oh my God, that's so funny. And that's so going really far it for went a joke. On for a while until the other kid was like, Lance, dude, your sister, like, thinks she wants me. She messages me on MySpace. <laughs> And this is the older sister who at the time was like 20 and they're like 16. Okay, Jim's hilarious. That's and, so and funny. And Jim's like, it was me. It was me. It was me. I did it. Oh, my, my God. MySpace. He does kind of have a twisted sense of humor. He's a weirdo. Does he always prank people? Like, is he yes. always messing with you? Uh, yes. When I first got into radio, I remember I did my first ever radio show, which was voice tracked because my boss wasn't comfortable with me going live until like... I'd done it a few times. I'd never been on the radio ever. Yeah, no, I get it. And he goes, so voice track your first week, and then we'll talk about going live. And I said, okay. So I recorded my first week, and we were sitting at my mom's house, and I was like, man, I did my first radio show. I go, well, wonder if someone's going to email me. Yeah, right. Like, that doesn't happen. But, like, I thought it. And he goes, me too. That's great. That'd be cool. And then, like, a day later, I got this email from this guy who said he was, like, a big fan. He loved me as an intern, and now I'm on the radio. And I go, Jim, I got this email from this guy named Brad. He loves me. He listens to me on the radio. And I, we, me and Brad talked back and forth. For, How old were you? Like, 25. It was my first radio oh job. Oh, my God, that's funny. So, we, uh, me and this Brad guy, I would email back, like, thanks for listening. And he'd, like, talk about the topics I had. Come to find out, Jim made up the email, and <laughs> Jim was emailing me. <laughs> And he says, well, it's one thing true. I am your first fan. Oh, That's not sweet. It's annoying and weird. super funny. He does a lot of crap like that. Now that I'm coming up to my head, I'm like, oh, my God, Jim's an asshole. What else does he do? Oh, my. I don't know. The list goes on. He just does a lot of weird stuff like that. Right. <laughs> oh, my God, Jackie. He, like, I, tricks drive me, me all crazy. The time. Yeah. He hasn't done anything big in a while. In a while? Come yeah. on. Okay, like, what else has he done? I don't know. Like, okay, so he was in Vegas last week, and he sends me a bunch of pictures of, like, poker chips, and he says, just one, babe, a lot. And I said, how much? And he says, $8,000. And I go, Holy no, crap. you're full of it. I don't believe you. Yeah. He goes, swear on my life. Swear on my life. I'm not full of it. Look at all these. And all the coins sit up there. An hour later, I get a picture of him, and he's got the coin in his mouth, and he goes, it's candy. I was screwing <laughs> with you. That's not funny. Why? It's funny if you let it go for one text. It's not funny when two hours later you text me that you were kidding. That's kind of funny, Jackie. He does this stuff all the time. It's like, okay, I don't think you're funny. I want you to knock it off. Oh, my God. My husband only pranks me like when he wants me to get upset about something. Like what? Like he loves to watch me get worked up for no reason. Like um, the laundry last week. I don't like Aaron to do my laundry. 
And every once in a while he'll go, I'm going to do some load, a load of clothes. I think some of your stuff's in it, um, but I'll make sure that I hang it all to dry. Right. Okay, cool. So he comes upstairs. I go, did you hang my stuff? Because I have a black dress that's in there. And he's like, you have a black dress that's in there? <sighs> Rach, you didn't tell me that. I put it on high. And I was like, what do you mean you put it on high? It's going to be baby small. It's going to be made for a size zero. Like, I can't believe it. And I'm like all upset. And he's like, ah, I'm just kidding. It's hanging down there like <laughs> stupid stuff. And you're like, but why did you want me to get mad at you? Right. He does it to me all the time. He and my brother get in like cahoots about how they can work Rachel. What? Up. Like one time we moved into our house. All I wanted was a foosball table because it's like the only thing I can beat Aaron at is foosball. And you're like, I want foosball. I want foosball. So I found one for $50 that somebody was getting rid of on Craigslist. So I send Adam, my brother, and Aaron to go get this foosball table. Right. They come back with it and Aaron puts it in the basement and he comes upstairs. and I was like, oh my God, let's go play. He's like, so... I just looked at it. We didn't check it good enough. He goes, one of the legs is shorter than the other. It's going to be uneven. I go, I'm sorry. You got a foosball table that you didn't check first? It's going to be uneven. I go, what do you mean it's going to be uneven? Like, you can't even play on this thing, Aaron. Yeah, if it's uneven, the ball's going to go. Right. I go, so you didn't check it. You guys just brought it home. And Adam's like, I'm really sorry, Rage. We probably should have checked it. He's like, now we got to kind of find a way to get rid of this thing. I'm like, What? Are you kidding me? He's like, no. And you know, we just bought it. I'm all upset. And they're like cracking up in the kitchen. Just kidding. It's fine. Let's go get drunk and play a game. Like, oh my God. Like, why? Why do you want to get me heated? They love to see me get angry. See, gym stuff isn't more about getting me angry. It's just dumb. Like, okay, when we were in college, I had an iPod Touch, and no one had iPod Touches yet. It was kind of like I that's like, kind of cool. One. Well, it wasn't cool. I spent too much money to have on it. <laughs> anyway, so I had like a, a game. You know how games used to be? I don't know if they still are, but really big on phones and iPods. Yeah. So I had a game from the App Store, and you could play other people, kind of thing. Yeah. And I would play this game. All the time. Whenever I had a break at work, I'm just sitting there goofing around this game, like whatever. And Jim would always see me doing it, and he'd say, who are you playing? You're probably playing some 13-year-old from um, Australia. You know, you don't even know who this kid is. He's a kid. I go, no, he's right. probably not a kid. He's playing this game with me, whatever. And we play this game. I played that game for months, and I was always fighting the same little little freaking kid. He's always attacking me. I'm like, God, that guy attacked me again. He took all my troops or whatever. <laughs> One day we're sitting at breakfast. Months. I've been playing this for months. And Jim goes, playing that game? You winning? And I go, no, that little or tech me again. He goes, oh, really? Pulls out an iPod Touch from his pocket that I never knew he had. <laughs> and he goes, oh, good. I just won my attack. I go, huh? And he goes, yeah, I just won my attack against some girl named Jackie Green 105. <laughs> what? The whole time. It was him. Dude, Jim's funny. Like, I had no idea. Who goes out and buys a new iPod Touch, downloads the game I have, and for months attacks me with it? That's hilarious. But, like, what's the point? It's because he's messing with you. He's so stupid. It just, like, <laughs> drives me nuts. <laughs> oh, my God. How many years have you guys been married now? Four years in November. Four years. And I will be three years in October. Oh, it's coming up soon. October yeah. what? October 4th is my anniversary. Are you going to do anything? Yeah, we're going to go. Um, every year we go up to Traverse City. We go because we got married up in Traverse City. Yeah, Bowers Harbor. Yeah, right? yeah, Bowers Harbor, which is a winery in northern beautiful. Michigan. It's beautiful up there. I mean, if you've never been to northern Michigan, I know we have listeners from all over. San Francisco, for some reason, has popped up on our podcast really? lately. Like 200 people out of San Francisco have been listening to this podcast. That's weird. I know. I thought it was weird too. I think Thank we got you. featured on Audio Boom or something. Did we? I think so. Do we have a spike? 
I think so. I don't know. I gotta look at the numbers. Yeah. Anyway, I gotta look at, I gotta look at the numbers. So I, we got married in Northern Michigan at this winery up there. So every year we go up there and we do the winery tour and just get drunk and stay in the place right. that we stayed at for our wedding. Are you gonna bring Quinn? We're not bringing Quinn We're this year. I've already got him. my mom babysitting for our anniversary. So good. Yeah. So your four years coming up. Yeah. Are you guys doing anything for yours? Well, we have made the mistake of every year throwing a huge party. Remember last year? It was the week you got. Pregnant. I couldn't go. Yeah. Yeah. We just found I out had pregnant. just gotten pregnant. We hadn't and I, announced it yet, and so I we couldn't even tell anybody. anybody. Yes. But we got the party bus, so yeah. we keep going big. And now Jim's like, "Well, now we're year four. What, what, what the heck are we gonna do?" Nothing. Well, you could do something. Why don't you two do something together? Eh, we do something together every night. We're together all the time. <laughs> We're together all the time. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, have a party. I feel like it's it's just us so much that we like when we have a Sarah, we can like have other people come hang out. Really? Yeah. Aaron and I love doing things just us all the time. It's, just the two of you only? It's weird. In like, fact, we our like friends it. think it's weird. We go to a lot of concerts and stuff together, but like... Yeah. We just, I don't know, we're, we're together every single night together. We, we like have to- like a ball when we have a weekend that we have nothing going on for planning what we're going to do. Like, what will we do? We are so lame. Like, we love, well, like Aaron's birthday was a few weeks ago. And I was like, well, let's celebrate your birthday this weekend. What do you want to do? Like, let's go. And he's yeah. like, I want to go to Saga Talk with you and Quinn. And I want to push her around. I want to do this. And maybe we'll go have dinner here. Like, we love planning our weekends. She's so sweet. No, we're lame is what we are. We are absolutely lame. I think that that was how Jim and I were in the beginning when Greenlee was a baby. But yeah. now the novelty's worn off and we're like, how are we going to get through like all day Saturday? Like, what are we going to do that's going to keep her occupied all day Saturday? Well, yeah, because she likes because to play. Because now she has to run around and play. Yeah. Have you done the zoo with her this year? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good hour. Gets us that's through. it? Yeah, because she gets restless. Aww. And she can't walk the zoo. She's too little. She goes too slow. That's right. <laughs> like, come Hurry on. Up. Greenlee, move Hurry your up. legs. Walk. Move your legs. <laughs> I oh literally, God. I take her to the track sometimes and make her run. I timed her run you a whole do. lap. Oh, I know. I saw that. How did she do in a whole lap? <laughs> well, she's slow. It took I like know. 18 minutes. But she looked crazy. really cute. I'm like, Jim, that time's got to come down. Oh we got to get her better shoes. Yeah. Got to train her. Good Lord. Got to train her. Training. Do you think she'll be a runner like you? I don't know. I think it's a good in habit In my to dreams, be she will be, but... Who knows? She'll probably want to do something terrible like basketball. Like basketball? What's wrong with basketball? It's not running. Uh, The only sport I like is cross country. If Quinn played basketball, I'd be psyched about it. I do feel very selfish about sports, Quinn's going to be tall like Erin. She's she's got no choice. The doctor says she's going to be really tall because her legs are very long. Super long. Yeah, which is good. I I hate being short. Right. I hate it. Maybe she'll be like middle of the road. I want her to be able to wear high heels. I don't want her to be gargantuan. Right. You don't want her to be so tall that she's like, I can never wear heels. I do flats everywhere. But I also don't want her to be my height, five foot two. Dude, I want to be gargantuan. We put on five pounds at five foot two. There's like only like so many places it can go. Right. You see it. No, I mean, that's true. I, yeah. My sister's only five, two. And she always says that. She goes, if I gain five pounds, she's like, it's like, boom, I gain five pounds. Right. Like she's like, if you gain it. five pounds, it's like, oh, I never even noticed because right. I'm five, six. How come you and you and Danielle do look very different? Like as far as I don't your know. Body my types. mom is four, ten and a half. So Danielle's like her. super petite. Yeah. And but my mom's kind of busty for her size. Oh, really? And so my sister. Gotcha. And my dad's not tall, though. So I don't know why I'm tall. I just am. That's awesome. Well, I'm not tall per se, but I'm taller than them. No, you're good height though. What, what are you? Five seven? Yeah, like five, just over five six. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I'm jealous. Okay, this is taking a weird turn, but we have to wrap it up because Things we just got an email turn. that um, we are going to have some fire alarm going off soon, and we've somehow managed to get this done at the radio station before the fire alarm goes off. 
Have you ever been here when that's happened? Nope. Is it's it loud? obnoxious. Like oh, uh, it's happened while we were on the air before. Like it's oh. crazy, crazy obnoxious. But um, next week we'll do maternity leave. Yeah, yeah. And maternity leave in the U.S. versus the rest of the world. The stats that I found on this are friggin' mind blowing. So we'll do that next week. At least I had something to tease because this we just literally did a forty minute podcast about. Ooh. Nothing about laughing poop. at each other. We talked about poop. <laughs> right, poop babies. I can't go one week and not talk about poop. No, who cares? I need poop to. is funny, and if you don't think so, I don't care. Then you need like, to listen to another podcast. Right. So look for Gray Green Show on Twitter, the Gray Green Show on Facebook, Gray and Green Podcast at gmail.com. If you have any ideas for us, thank you to James who loves to send us ideas. All the we time. love you. Thank yes, you. Yes, you are awesome. And uh we're out of here. Bye day. It's 141 Mountain Time in Roswell, New Mexico, and you're listening to Night Call. From New York City, I'm Emily Yoshida. And from Los Angeles, I'm Tess Lynch. And Molly Lambert. And this is Night Call, a weekly podcast to keep you company during those strange days and lonely nights. Some of you may know us from our previous podcast that we did at Grantland, RIP. Listen to Night Call every Monday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows.